Scaling your law firm doesn't have to be difficult. It is all about mastering a few key strategies, systems, and mindset. Welcome to the Being Unstoppable podcast, dedicated to helping you scale your law firm without burnout. I am your host, Carolee Fontanelli, and I have successfully scaled my firm so that it doesn't rely on me. Listen in as I share with you how you can do the same. Let's transform your business starting now. Welcome to another episode of the Being Unstoppable podcast. I am your host, Carolee Fontanelli, and I'm so glad that you have joined me today. Well, it has been an incredibly busy month for April. It's tricky with all these very, very short weeks. In Australia, we've got two weeks that are short because of Easter, and then we've got a further week that's short because of Anzac Day. And then in my state, we've got another short week because of Labor Day. So we have four short weeks in a row, and it really, really cuts down your time uh, to a minimum amount. And yeah, that, that extra time has been getting away on me. And that's why I probably haven't been on the podcast for a little while. But anyway, without further ado, today, I have a very special guest. Now, this guest has been on before. She is an amazing student from the Scalable Business Lounge. Adele started her business in the, at the end of 2020, and she actually joined the Scalable Business Lounge in, at the end of 2020 as well. She was one of my very first students in there. And she has been an incredible addition to the group. She's always interacting. She's always showing up. And she has scaled her business in an incredible way in less than 18 months. She is now, um, she's employed several solicitors. She's working 10 hours a week on client work. And the rest of the week, she's running the business. And she has a goal of getting off the tools by the end of the year and focusing on scaling and growing the business to give more women opportunities to have flexible work arrangements and also to give more women opportunities to make sure that they're financially sound when it comes to their estate plan. So without me yabbering on anymore, I would love to introduce you to Adele so that you can hear her amazing story on how she has gone from zero to hero in only 18 months. Well, hello, Adele, and welcome back to the podcast for the second time. How are you? I'm good, Carolee. Thank you for having me again. Well, I love having you on the podcast because I think that what you're doing is so inspirational on so many different levels, which I want to hook into. But first of all, I always ask everybody, and um, I know you've been on before, but you can give either the same or a different answer. And that is, Adele, what makes you unstoppable? I think what makes me unstoppable is because of the challenges I've overcome in terms of, you know, divorce and um, and that sort of thing, I'm very driven to succeed, but I want to do it my way. Um, I don't fit the corporate law firm, um, which I have worked in before. Uh, it just doesn't fit my lifestyle. I want to spend more time with my family. Um, I also want to help other women um, who are, you know, who need that flexibility. Um, so I think helping other women as well as helping myself makes me unstoppable. 
I love that. And we were just chatting before I pushed record and I didn't realize this, but Adele actually had her first child at 18, which is amazing. And she's already a grandmother to a adult child, which is even more amazing because um, you're such a young person, but that's the benefit, isn't it, of starting so young? It is. I had my first child at 18 and my daughter, she had her first child at 18. So I've now got an 18-year-old grandson. I've got another four grandchildren and one that was due yesterday, which is um, which hasn't come yet. So that'll be six for me. Oh, that's so exciting. And so as a young mum and young woman, you weren't a lawyer initially, were you? So tell us just a briefly about your career and your path into law because it it is different to most. And what I love is that it just shows you that it's never too late. It's definitely never too late. Um, when I started my law career, it was as a legal assistant. So I've been in the law for a long time. Um, back in 1982, I think it was, that I started um, as a legal assistant. And I always wanted to be the bride, not the bridesmaid. But <laughs> <laughs> Because I had children, that wasn't really going to be a possibility. So I just had to put that to, you know, the back of my mind and, um, yeah, just focus on my kids. Um, I still worked as a legal assistant and that worked at that time. But when my youngest went off to uni to do law and commerce, I decided to follow and I um, did a law and business degree at Griffith here on the Gold Coast. That's um, awesome. So when did you graduate from law? I graduated from law in the beginning of 2014 and that sort of was, I think, a, a big catalyst in the um, my second divorce. I think because I had an opinion um, and I was voicing that opinion after going to uni, um, my ex-husband didn't like that so much. Um, at that time, I, I just turned 50. So I just graduated from uni. I had a full hysterectomy and I separated from my second husband and moved down to Victoria to stay with my sister um, because I really had nowhere else to go because my second husband was being a bit of a jerk um, and didn't want me to have anything. So went down to Victoria, started practicing down there in general practice, um, which is a good grounding because you have to learn a lot of different, yeah. You have to learn a lot of different areas. Um, there was not a lot of supervision, so I had to just learn on my feet. Yeah. Um, so and and as I always say, lawyers don't know everything, but we know where to look. That's so, right. Yeah. And also by then, right, one, you're 50, so you've got a whole lot of life experience. And you've also been working in law as a paralegal legal assistant for many years. So you would have probably picked it up fairly quickly. It's really easy to pick up law, given that I probably, I mean, you, you know what paralegals are like. They pretty much do everything. Well, especially um, back in the 80s and 90s, like maybe not as much these days with tech, but um, back then, I mean, you were doing everything for a lawyer. Yeah, we did everything for the lawyers back then. Um, and then I took a, 
a break of about 10 years and I, I ran a couple of businesses. I ran a female-only health club and also a, a healthy food franchise. So I did 10 years there of learning business. So not only did I have the business experience, but I also had the law experience. So that made it a lot easier for me than, than what it may have been for someone just straight out of a law degree at uni. Yeah, that's awesome. So I came across Adele when I first started the Scalable Business Lounge and you were someone who was just getting into your own business at that point in time. In fact, I think when you started the Scalable Business Lounge, you may not have even had a client yet. Um, And so tell us a little bit about getting into your own business and, and what you were sort of wanting to achieve and do. I think when it was the middle of COVID or just, I think just at the beginning, I was working as an associate lawyer in a law firm and it just didn't fit um, what I want to do with my life. And so during COVID, we were all sent home um, to a lot of us were working from home. And I think after COVID, I just decided that if I could work at home, I may as well work from home. And that I think set the chain of events in opening up my business. Um, so I started setting about, you know, doing all the legals that you need to do to become a principal of a law firm. Yeah. Um, saw my first client in December 2020. And yeah, I think we're up to about our, it's over 200 clients that we've seen. Which is amazing because that is, uh, you know, not even 18 months really. We're just coming up to 18 months. So your business is called Your Legacy Lawyer. So tell me about um, how you chose that area of law and um, how you've sort of decided to structure your business. Wills and estates because that was an area that I'd spent a lot of time in, even in general practice. I was always, you know, drafting wills and um, seeing clients in relation to their wills. So it was an area that I know a lot about. So I just decided to niche there and obviously the legacy um, is all about women leaving a legacy and I make no apologies for the fact that I do um, see a lot of female clients and that is my target market. Um, I'm all about helping women leave a legacy um, rather than a nightmare for their loved ones, you know, later on. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I think, you know, back in the day, maybe when, you know, earlier when you were practicing or or you were working in law firms, um, you know, it it was all about you as a couple coming in to get wills done and probably led by the bloke uh, and things like that. Whereas these days we're financially set up so differently. So it's so important that women do take charge of that area of their life, right? I hopped my rings, um, my engagement rings and wedding rings, just to provide for my kids in the short term until I could get Centrelink. Um, And again, with my second, the end of my second uh, relationship, again, another man saying, you're not getting anything. You're the one that's leaving, so you're not getting anything. And I think that brought the fight in me to make sure that I was financially protected and so I did fight for what was mine. Um, and I think I, you see so many people, um, especially women, that are left with nothing. You know, they get to my age in their 50s and, and get divorced and they've got nothing because the husband's, you know, always controlled, you know, the purse strings. And 
I'm trying to make it that all women um, be protected, protect their assets through their estate planning, but also plan before that. Um, you know, like have your own bank accounts. You, you can't, you know, joint bank accounts are great, but you've got to have your own own money as well so that if a divorce or something like that happens, you're not left out on the streets because we see a lot of women that are homeless at the moment. Yes, um, that's right. And I guess it's not even like on that topic, it's not even um, if divorce happens. There's so many other things that can go wrong with your life that, you know, it's really important that you have some financial control so that if anything happens, you've got choices because if you don't have any finance, you've got no options. That's the difficulty. That, that's right. And, and even if your partner or your husband were to pass away, a lot of women are left floundering, especially mm. if the, the partner or the husband didn't have a will and has to, the, the assets have to pass via intestacy rules. Um, often that can leave the woman in a really um, bad financial position. Yeah, that's right. So um, with your business, one of the things, helping so many different lawyers in the Scalable Business Lounge, one of the things that I've really enjoyed watching is seeing uh, the different people take off in different ways. Now, one of the things that I love about your business model in particular is being a document-based area of law where there's no you know, litigation or negotiations, you're able to set it up in a way that is you know, conducive to working from home, being flexible, you know, all of that kind of thing. So can you walk us through that a little bit? And that's the funny thing. We are document-based. It's all about wills, powers of attorney, trusts and things like that. Yet I have a paperless office. Apart, yes. from, apart from the office and that's a really good thing when you are working from home. Um, so it's it's different um, and I know Kathleen, my lawyer in Toowoomba, struggles a bit with that, that not having, you know, piles of files and, and things on her desk but the, the chaos is removed. There are no files all over your desk and things like that. It requires you to work a bit smarter um, because everything is in the cloud. Yes, that's right. Documents. So I think it's more conducive for people working from home because where are you going to store all that stuff? That's right. So you're, you've set up your business where you've got a paperless system. Uh, it's just it's providing documents for people so it's well controlled with fixed fee and all of that type of thing Um, and also you're able to work from home which has opened up a whole world to you of employing solicitors based in different locations so can you talk to us about that because I think this is just brilliant. To provide female solicitors with a different option uh, rather than having to work in a law firm, you know, nine to five or nine to seven, um, Monday to Friday, uh, it's opened up a whole world of possibilities. Um, I don't have to have my lawyers here with me. They can be anywhere in Australia. Um, They don't even have to be here in Queensland. Which is awesome because what that allows is that as a law firm owner, you can handpick people that you want to work with from anywhere in Australia, 
um, giving your firm lots of options, but also giving new employees options as well. It does give me a lot of options. Um, as I said, I can pick the people that fit with me, um, you know, their work ethic, um, their goals. Um, they're pretty, pretty much if you, if you meet my other lawyers, they're pretty much like me, um, very driven. And I think having that greater pool than just in my one area like the Gold Coast, if I was to try and find solicitors to work for me on the Gold Coast, that would be, you know, limiting. Yeah. To be able to pick them from anywhere, um, it's just opened up, you know, this huge pool of people that are out there. That's so, so awesome. And so... With you, so you've got you've now grown a team of solicitors in only less than 18 months, which is awesome. Um, you don't need an office space, which I think is amazing. Although you've said you'd sometimes like to be able to go to an office space from time to time. Uh, but the other thing, um, too, is that so with, with this type of business model, what are you doing for your marketing? Um, for my marketing, so far, it's been social media. They haven't really done any paid advertising apart from just a few Facebook ads when I get the credit. Um, so just Facebook, Instagram marketing. I've just started some direct marketing and networking. Networking is huge for yeah. our referrals. We get a lot of clients from referrals. Yeah, and so with your uh, your team that aren't located near you as part of their role um, to also do um, networking activities to get work in as well or are they solely relying on you bringing in work? At the moment, I think they're solely relying on me, um, but I know Kathleen has started networking um, and that's only going to be to her benefit um, because it's sometimes it's really hard for, for me to bring in everything. So there is an incentive for her to, to bring in her own clients and that's financially as well. There are, we do have incentives for those that bring in their own clients. Yeah, which is a great idea because it does encourage staff to step up in that way a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Because you, you can only bring in so much yourself unless you're setting up automated funnels because time is limited. That's right. I, I do have some automated funnels um, and some you know lead magnets and things like that, which have proved really good because clients love that. It's like a free... Um, guide to estate planning and that's been quite successful and we've got a lot of clients just out of that because they see the value in it. Yes. Um, yeah, having, you know, an appointment system from our website um, is also a, a huge generator of clients. Um, we have a high conversion rate which is really, really good. If clients uh, talk to us in, in our free 15-minute consultation, we've probably got around a 99% conversion rate, which is amazing. That is amazing. That's awesome. So you're getting really quality, qualified leads coming into your funnel. I, I think so, yeah. They, they are qualified. They are, they're needing that service. It's not just um, time wasters. We're really getting a qualified lead. Yeah, um, think, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So tell us about, so you set up the Facebook funnel um, and I saw in the Scalable Business Lounge that you'd reported some amazing results from that. So tell us a little bit about setting that up and what sort of results you got. 
Okay, so that's our online onboard client onboarding system. And I think in the first week, we had 11 new clients and all converted to paying clients. So it's just another tool for them to get in, get started in their own time. Um, they can do it whenever, from wherever, get all the information to us and then we can um, prepare their documents. And that's sort of saving to them financially because they've done part of the work rather than have to uh, have our solicitors do, do that. That's um, awesome. So they're not, you're not doing an initial consult with those ones or you are? We don't do a full initial consult. We just do a strategy session, which yeah. is a lot less in time because we've got all the information. So we don't have to collect all that information, which we would normally do in an initial consultation. So now it's all about strategy. Yeah. So they find you online, fill out their details, which is already sort of getting the ball rolling. Yes. You do a strategy session with them and convert them in that strategy session and yes. then draft the documents. That's right. Yeah. And they pay before we draft the documents. If they want us to, they retain us first. So we, we send out cost agreement. They retain us. They pay for the documents up front and then we prepare them and then we arrange for their execution. That's brilliant. So it's a win-win really because you've got them getting uh, something at a lesser price, is that right? That's right, yeah. We offer quite a substantial savings for those that have got the time to sit down and go through everything themselves. And the system that we have, it's not all about just getting that information, but it also gives them topics to think about for when they do talk to us that they may never have thought about. And that's what we get a lot of people saying, I never thought about, you know, doing that or I never thought about doing this. So when they when we come to talking with them, they've got lots of questions too. So it's 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 a win-win for, you know for for them. They can do it in their own time from wherever they are and and then we we make the appointment. I love that. That's so good. And so how from there do you uh, allocate the work out to the solicitors in your firm? I allocate all the work to the solicitors based on their workload mm -hmm. um, and it's all online. So we, we speak to them via Zoom or Teams and then we prepare their documents. Uh, we do a review meeting, just a quick meeting to go over the documents and then we um, finalise the documents and send them to them for their with full instructions for them to sign. That's awesome. So where to from here with your business? So you've you've sort of really got the foundations set, haven't you, with all these, the hubs that you're trying to create. And so what now for the next 12 months? I think probably by the end of this year, we'll have another solicitor and also my partner coming into the business to help me with business development. And that will mean me stepping away from a lot of client work and doing more, you know, working on the business rather than, than in it because you really can't do both well. That's right, which is really sort of what we talk about in the Scalable Business Lounge, isn't it? And it makes sense because if you're doing 40 hours a week of client work and then where's the rest of the time coming for you to run a business? You're either not running it or you're working another 20 hours to 40 hours trying to run a business. So now you're working 80 hours a week and that's not enjoyable for anybody. That's not enjoyable and that's what I was doing. 
I was working, you know, 40 hours a week on client work or maybe more and then having to spend, you know, the same amount of time on, on doing, you know, my marketing, networking and those sort of activities, which I need to be focusing on more. If I want to bring in more clients, I need to be working more on that side of the business rather than in the client work. So that's the goal for the end of this year is that I'm probably fully stepped back into working on it. I will see some clients that really want to see me, um, but I, I can't do both well. That's awesome. And all of that inside two years. Yeah. I mean, I didn't think that this was possible. When I first went out on my own, it was more about me. I thought I would have this little business, me seeing clients, generating a nice income. Um, and then I had solicitors approach me that wanted to work with me. And that's where it all started. I thought, is this a possibility? Can I do it? And I thought, let's just give it a go. Of course you can. Of course you can. I think, you know, the whole thing is, is that it's not the be all and end all to create a scalable business because some people might be happy with their business like in the initial thoughts you had on how you wanted to set yours up. You working a lifestyle business, happy with a nice little income. But really that that's not scalable and it, it is going to end up taking a lot of time every week to have a business like that. So for you, I guess you've found a way to actually scale it and to create more time and space for yourself. I, yeah, I think I've emulated um, all the teachings that you've given us in terms of scaling. Um, I can see that light at the end of the tunnel of me being able to do more of the things that I like doing, which is, you know, the marketing, the business development, rather than just the client work. Um, yeah, that's right. And also, I think thinking about where your law firm, like you came from a law practice in the early days where you were a secretary and no doubt the principal or partners worked quite hard in those businesses. And then in a smaller regional place in Victoria when, where you were in that general practice, they were probably still a little bit old school in the way that they were doing things. Um, and you look to those sorts of law firms and it doesn't look very scalable, does it? No, I mean, they were really old school. Um, I remember one um, firm that I was working for in, um, in a rural place, the two principals were both working in the business and doing really poor on working on the business. Uh, they also didn't give enough time to their solicitors as well. So, you know, you could never get in to see them to ask questions or anything like that. Um, and as a junior lawyer, that was quite hard, but it did make me resilient and, and work out how to find out things for myself. But there's no way their businesses could scale at all because it relies so heavily on those two principles. That's right. And I guess the whole thing with scaling is about leveraging your time in the best possible way to maximize the benefit out of your time. Because if you're going to spend 40 hours a week on something, would you rather spend 40 hours a week just scraping by or would you rather spend 40 hours a week uh, flourishing and, you know, having plenty of profit at the end of the day and enjoying, you know, longer holidays and more free time because you've scaled? Yeah, I know which option I'd take and that's the, yeah. the latter. Well, I'm sure that most of us, most of us would. It's really just having those tools to know how to do that and to not be trapped in the 
the other option. Yeah, I mean, it's really like getting some, I suppose you call it semi-passive income with solicitors generating um, money into the business without me being 100% doing that work. So I suppose you could call it semi-passive. Yeah, exactly. Well, it just means that you have leveraged your time in a really smart way so that you've got other people who are working for you, helping you. And and really, each person that you employ, you're, you're expanding yourself by another 40 hours a week. That, that's right. And I mean, I'm getting older and I don't want to be having to work, be working 40 hours a week at 65. So this is the time to do it now is to set all these plans in um, motion. And 100%. solicitors doing the work and me maybe working in a part-time capacity. Yeah, I love that. That's so awesome. So Adele, what has been one of the biggest takeaways, do you think, from the Scalable Business Lounge? I think, I think the belief that I can do it because you've done it, so I know that I can do it and you've done it amazingly. So I think everything that you've taught us, the tools that you've provided to us in terms of being able to scale, like that's just priceless for me. I so I think it's the belief that I can do it. Um, you've given me the tools, and I can I can do it. Yeah, that's awesome. And I also think like when you first sort of came to the Scalable Business Lounge, one of the things that I noted was that it was really just a confidence thing um, in terms of you know like we all feel like we're not quite good enough to run our own business, or we're not quite. You know, we're we're sort of imposters in the law, and you know things like that, um, which I think I personally have been through as well. And um, being around a whole lot of other people that have the same fears and questions and concerns and things like that, it it does empower you to to know you're not alone in that. That's how I feel. It's it's the group I watch. Um, women like Bernadette doing fantastically in her area and we communicate and and we just give each other that confidence that we can do it and imposter syndrome does come in a lot but we can do it and we need to have more belief in ourselves. A hundred percent and that, I think that goes for that goes for everyone. I don't think anyone's in, immune to that imposter syndrome. And I, you know, people might think, oh, because you're a lawyer that you, sh- you wouldn't have that. But I think sometimes there's so much pressure and um, so much pressure to be perfect and maybe not necessarily all from the outside world, but often from ourselves that, you know, it can get in the way. Yeah, there is that pressure to be perfect. I want everything to be perfect. And I think a lot of that stems as a lawyer that if you make a mistake, um, you know, that can be a big thing. So we do want want to be perfect. We need to know everything. And that's where that imposter syndrome comes in. Do I know enough to, to do what I'm doing? And, but yeah, being in the group has, uh, improve my confidence like a hundred percent. I was probably timid. I didn't believe in myself at the beginning, um, but now I know that I that I can do it, and I've got all the tools to go forward. Yeah, that's awesome. And the other thing that I'd love to say about you, Adele, is that you are one of the best students in the Scalable Business Lounge. 
always showing up, uh, always there in the masterclasses, always there asking questions and um, being involved. And I think um, joining something like the Scalable Business Lounge is like joining the gym. You've got to pay the money and make the commitment to join, but you also actually have to show up. And that's where you get the results from. So your results are like significant and amazing in only 18 months, but that's because you're showing up in such a big way. I think so too, um, but I'm so committed to learning um, because I don't think we ever stop learning. I wish I was as committed to the gym. Um, (laughs) Me too. I've never been committed to the gym. I've bought memberships. But, uh, but, you know, to actually show up there. And then I wonder why I've got a flabby ass. <laughs> uh, yours is fine. I, I show up to, to, your, to our group, but, I, yeah, I don't show up to the gym. So I need to sort of, um, yeah, but I suppose at the moment your group or our group is my priority going forward. There's time for the gym and everything else, um, you know, once I get to where I want to go. Although I'm, you know, continually, continually looking at my health and well-being as well. But, um, yeah, at the moment. So much of our health and well-being, though, like has to do with stress. And I recently had a, um, a, a consultation with a doctor about weight loss and she said to me, she said, oh, how stressed are you? And we talked about that. And she said she doesn't even put people on a weight loss plan unless their stress levels are right because she said it's totally counterproductive so by creating a business that causes you less stress where you're working less like that's important for your health and well-being that i mean i think that's one of my goals is that i can devote more time Mm. to my health and well-being once i get through these little humps i suppose you could call them so i think yes but that's what you're doing. You know, you're reducing your work hours. You're not working 80 hours a week anymore. You're focused on reducing client work so that you've got more time to do the things in your business that bring you joy. Like all of that is good for your health. Absolutely. At the moment, I'm only working 10 hours a week in terms of the legal side of it, like client work. I'm only doing about 10 hours client work. That's awesome. That's so good. <laughs> yeah, the rest is, um, yeah, showing up to our group and and doing um, the, the focus on building the business. That's so, so good. So Adele, where can anyone find you if they want to connect with you or if they want an estate plan done? Um, where can they find you online? They can find me at www.yourlegacylawyer.com.au or I've got the Facebook page. I'm also on Instagram, or you can give us a call on um, 0745801136, and we're happy to help you um, with your estate planning. We offer a free 15-minute consultation, no obligation, so you've got nothing to lose. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks, Carolo. Thank you for listening to the Being Unstoppable podcast brought to you by the Scalable Business Lounge. If you would love to learn how to scale your law firm without burnout, then join my free workshop at caroliefontanelli.com. Until next time, you have got this.